there. Welcome to Cork Stats here on the Mayo Media Network. Presented by Jock Market, the new app combining stocks and sports and turning it into profit for you. Make sure you download the app. That's free. Use the promo code MMN, Mayo Media Net. They're going to match you up to $100 free on that first deposit. We are getting paid. Man, I'm telling you, it is the best way for daily play. If you want a little bit more of that, just check out the last video in that Fantasy Baseball Picks and Bets playlist. I do a jock market tutorial. We don't have time for all of that today, but I'm going to tell you just really short. You want to be in the jock market because we can identify single players or a handful of players and play them and profit without having to parlay 9 or 10 different players in a DFS lineup. It can be very difficult. You need a catcher. You need a third baseman. What if we don't want that? In jock market, you could just play first baseman, outfielders, or anything in between. We're going to cover that on this new show. Thank you all for the opportunity. I could not be more excited to be here. Thank you, Patty Mayo. Thank you, Matt Best, and everyone behind the scenes helping to bring this show here to you. Again, welcome to Cork Stats. We'll be here every day, Monday through Friday, throughout the regular season. We're going to be doing like a three-part thing. As you know, the information is ubiquitous, and I cover the entire gamut. We're going to do jock market and daily play. We're going to have a fantasy section and then I'm going to give you my favorite bet of the day advanced stats context new wants and everything that comes with it when you roll with the big dude that's me you and the cork stats crew let's dive into jock market first again if you want to get into it you really got to i am all about making money that's why people gravitate to me i do this stuff professionally even before i was getting paid to do content it's how i kept the lights on and the kids fed dfs is fun but 19 parlays are extremely difficult it's why i love jock market because we could try and isolate some players let's do just that now lineups are not out but again you get some advantages with something like jock market and the way we're going to play is we're going to try and isolate you know handed hitters in a good scenario and then if they pop up on the board later on you could play them as high or low leveraged as you like and that's another one dfs it's all or none most of the times you go home with empty pockets that's not the case in jock market because every player gets slotted differently the top performance player on the night returns $25 a share and you are getting an average player at about $5 some of the lesser players where I like to shop in the bargain bin are about $3 and if they finish near the top of the board and return 15 bucks you could make a 500% profit on a single player have the rest of your players not do great and guess what still profit on the day so really just short that's why it has an advantage over DFS let's get into today's action now in jock market, there is no pitching, which again, I really like eliminating variables, something as a handicapper I'm always looking for. So we are looking for offense. So where's a good place to look for that? We're going to look for some weaknesses in pitching. We've got Kyle Hendricks on the bump for the Cubs up against the Brewers. He really struggled last year. A nearly 5 ERA with a 1-3-5 whip, the OPS north of 800. I always like to work OPS into whip and ERA. It's kind of like a third pillar of surface stats. You know Hendricks doesn't really get strikeouts, so the ball is going to be in play. He'll have a 340 expected Woba, 23% line drive rate, tons of hard contact, more than 1.5 home runs per 9. You know you got to love that because we've got some brewers that really smoke 
righties. We want to be looking at Christian Yelich today, Omar Nevaez, and Rowdy Telez. Now, you can see it's weird to get excited about kind of middling players like that. Now, Yelich will be interesting. One more thing on jock market before we move on is that the market determines the price. In daily play in DFS in general, the price is preset and cannot move. So if there's a value, everyone gets it, which kind of removes the idea of a value. In jock market, if everyone is on a value, that price goes up. And we can actually fade chalk because it hurts people to really pay up. The top players will be going up at around $10 or $12 a share. And like I said, they can max out at a $25 return. You need to be the top player of 80 players to return 200%. Give me the $3 player that might return 9 10 12 and of course then have the possibility to go all the way. So I really love that. Look for somebody like Omar Nevaez tonight. Again, look for Christian Yoach. He's a bit popular, but those are players. And Rowdy Telez not necessarily means a jump off the page that we could get a home run for. So that's where I'll be looking in daily play. We're going to want to get behind the Brewers bats that beat up righties also i've got another couple names there we know patrick corbin gives up a ridiculous amount of home runs 37 home runs last year 35 to righties so we want to be looking at pete alonzo now again alonzo is going to be one of those players in jock market that's going to be near the top of the board so you have to kind of set parameters again why jock market is so interesting and also why players like myself do so well i took a 20 dollar free promo and turned it into over 3k I showed it in the last tutorial. That's 15,000%. I guarantee you we could take a set of picks, play them in DFS, play them in jock market. The DFS team may yield a zero, and the jock market team will continue to thrive because of what I said, partial gains, percentage gains, day-over-day day grinding. I really love it. you got to check it out. It's free. If it's free, it's for me. And that $100 is more than enough to play. It's not just enough to play for a day. You're going to play with me for a full month. So let's keep an eye on those brewers. Let's keep an eye on Alonzo and also McGill on the other side of that. Tyler McGill for the Mets also has a bit of a home run problem to righties. Nats Juan Soto, best hitter in the game, going to be looking to do some damage. So there's a couple of daily plays, and you know, that'll be a bit of what we're going to be doing on the show. So we're going to get you through daily stuff, circle those guys, but again, if they're not in the lineup, I want to give you the tools that will help you succeed. So we want to be looking for brewers that hit righties if our guys are not in the lineup we may get someone that does so you're gonna have to stick around keep close to the twitter handle i know this show comes out in the morning and things do change but it's okay myself the mayo media network we are here for you get up in the comments hit me up on twitter mlb moving averages that's mlb moving a v g this is my time of year any time of day any time of day. Cannot stress it. You get at me. Get up in the DMs. We are going to get you to the front of the line. Get the questions answered. Let us know if there's anything I missed, anything you want added, or anything in between. Legit, this show is about you because without you, there is no me. So that's your daily. Let's get into fantasy. Now, fantasy, I want to try and come up with a bit of a template throughout the week. You know, Monday we'll be doing two starters and Tuesday injuries. Wednesday, first waiver look. Thursday, probably 
more injuries news Friday, those all-important hitter lineups for NFBC, and then a weekend look ahead. I'm going to try and cater to 10 and 12-team home leagues, but also to the deeper 15-team high-stakes leagues. I participate in all of them. So with the season just starting, today is probably just more of a walkthrough. I think there's just some strategy going on. A lot of us are looking at long week and a half stretches, right? This first weekend combined with next week. If that's the case, don't overreact. I'm not worrying about today's matchups. Just don't go crazy. Let it play out. Do not overreact. And then for if we can apply it to like today, I know I have JT Brubaker on some really deep teams. I'm probably not going to be looking to start him. He has struggled. The Cardinals also have hitters that hit righties very well. I think O'Neal is in line for a good game. Goldschmidt might be in line for a good game. So, again, you just don't want to force every single start. I do like Brubaker. The slider is very good. But it's okay to let... It happened, right? Let it play out just a little bit. You didn't spend a ton of draft capital on a player like Blue Breaker, so let that happen, and that applies to players of his ilk. Other than that, I think we're probably starting everyone out there, you know, minus Granky, but he's not really fantasy relevant. So back to fantasy relevance. For people that are in deeper leagues or even have daily moves and the ability to try and maximize opportunities, right, which are at the center of fantasy play always, don't be afraid to get those impact relievers out there. I know I have I have a bunch of that, right? So any teams that maybe I speculated on closers, I'm going to start those players, right? So if I had, you know, I have some Rocky Specs guys like Estevez and Bard, right? You can see I'm talking about some pretty deep leagues. I will be starting those guys. I have, you know, Tyler Matzik on the Braves, a couple of backup guys. I'm going to be starting those guys wherever I don't have a pitcher starting. So I think this year maybe in particular... Maybe keep a roster spot open for impact relievers now with starters going less and less distance. The door has become more widely opened for relievers to kind of get wins aside from saves in Roto League. So again, maximize innings pitch and opportunities in the very deep leagues. Start those relievers. Don't be desperate for every starter, right? Those baseballs, right? You see the baseball next to the player's name, knowing that he's in line for a start, but... You don't always want to necessarily chase that. Again, pumping the brakes on on Brubaker. Probably going forward with McGill. Because the Nats lineup, really not that scary. They will have to deal with Cruz and Soto. But other than that, McGill has looked good. The Mets bullpen is pretty good. They'll probably get some run support against Corbin. So, again, it's always, you know, nuance and context. Again, you're going to hear me repeat that throughout the season. So, again, right... Piece by piece by piece, we're going to get you ready for everything. If you're into baseball, if you're into money, we are going to get you prepped for it. So you had your daily play. After you signed up for Jock Market, you downloaded the app. You deposited 100 bucks. They matched you. You bought some shares of Narvaez. You got Yelich. You even bought one share of Alonzo, his $10.50 share. He's going to finish first today. Bring back 25 bucks, and we'll be well on our way making those percentage gains over to fantasy again start your impact relievers be careful with starters and now yes we're finally talking about betting futures are fun but you have to lock up your money for six months sometimes the odds on like win totals and stuff are not that great really how excited can you get about locking up money for six months at minus 110 let's bet some games people Right off the bat, you know, I got down and I ran the MLB moving averages algorithm, something I've become, I guess, pretty noted for. We are at, you know, three years running of 15% return on investment. I actually don't have the picks posted anywhere yet. I'm going to be doing it on my own. Follow the Twitter handle. Follow Mayo Media Network. We're going to try and get something 
out there. Uh, it's just all been moving so, so fast. So let's get into the betting market. And there was one game that really jumped off the, the page for me. And it's the Guardians are on the road against the Royals. Now, I think this is actually interesting. Something I talk about a lot in my betting work, and I think we should, is being very cognizant of narratives and bad team biases. So as we know, you know, generally, the public is going to juice up the Yankees. They're going to juice up the Dodgers, and, like, we kind of get that. Sometimes, though, narratives work kind of erroneously, right? And that, of course, that also applies to the Yankees, but... We see this in, in rookie excitement, and we're seeing that with Royals. So, the Royals, you know, brought up Bobby Witt. They're very exciting. They really are very exciting. But remember, Las Vegas does not predict winners. Las Vegas places the pivot on the lever, the fulcrum point. They shift it to a place where even action will come in. So that's a common misconception people have. As far as betting, we won't just be doing picks. We will be doing theory as well. The public right now is juicing up the Royals and Zach Greinke against the Indians and Shane Bieber. Now, I mean, for some of my more advanced players, that's probably enough analysis as there is. But let's get into a bit of how lopsided this was. Shane Bieber was excellent. We know he has ace capabilities. 317 ERA, he had a 1-2 whip. But all of his earned run indicators are firmly in place. He had a sub-3 XFIP at 3.21 Sierra I mean, some of these numbers really just jumping off the page. A 33% strikeout rate is elite. 16% swinging strike is elite. 36% whiff rate is elite. He also boasts a 36% chase rate with an 83% in-zone contact rate. So what that means is Bieber can get you to chase and then also beat you in the zone with swing and miss. When you flip to the other side, Zach Ranke has half the K rate, half the swinging strike rate, half the whiff rate. Half of everything, but he also allows a ton of hard contact, more than 50% of the home runs, and Zach Greinke allows a 90% in zone contact rate, right? He's lost the velo, he's not really, I shouldn't say he's not fooling anybody, because his game is predicated on deception, but he's not blowing anything by anyone. So with this tremendous disparity in pitching, and again, the offenses are what they are, the Guardians, again, on the inverse of that narrative effect, the Guardians thought of as stinking, and I, I don't think they're very good. But again, Miles Straw, prototypical leadoff hitter, very fast, elite contact skills. Jay Ram is one of the top overall fantasy players in the game. Ahmed Rosario is projected to bat 285 with to go 2020. Framil Reyes has 40 home run potential. So yes, the back of the lineup is not great, but the Guardians could certainly get it done against Zach Greinke with Shane Bieber on the hill, and the Guardians have a distinct bullpen edge, though if you are familiar with my work, I generally like to shorten my bets. Um, I usually like to eliminate variables again, something I mentioned, something that will help you be sustainable as far as profitability goes. And if you could bet on the first five, which is certainly what we're going to do, now I know that has a little bit of juice. Now, if you follow my work, I will not send you to heavily juiced games. I generally set the limit at minus 130. I saw the Guardians game at minus 125, and if you're into closing line value... That is going to be minus 135 or minus 145 by the time this game kicks off. So if you're into CLV, hop on the Guardians. If you're not into variables, shorten it to F5. I think they run away with this one. And again, remember, added bonus to F5 betting on the money line. If it's tied after five, you're getting your money back. Which is really phenomenal because when you're betting favorites, if you're not ahead after five, 
I almost want my money back anyway because then it kind of becomes a bullpen game and a toss-up. So that'll do it from Cork Stats and the Mayo Media Network presented by Jock Market. Please remember, download the app, deposit. They're going to match you, and we're going to get you paid. This is not a joke. I have taken in the real world and $20 promo, a right, an imaginary kind of theoretical promo, and turned it into a legit $3,000 multiple mortgage payments. I could even show you the chart it was done by grinding. While DFS players are looking to either hit the jackpot or go home empty-handed, us sharp jock marketers will be grinding away with daily profits, building, 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 and 10%, 10%, 10%. I'm telling you, check it out today. We're on records. I'm going to show you the receipts. Rowdy Telez, Omar Navias will most definitely be going off at $3 or three and a quarter. They're going to return $6 or more, and you'll be off to the races already. So that'll do it from John Legaza, big Johnny Stud, coming to you worldwide from Brooklyn, New York, as always. All the fine ladies and gentlemen at the Mayo Media Network, Power and Cork Stats, presented by Jock Market. Thank you so much. It's daily. It's fantasy. It's betting. It's all that and some. Remember, let us know how we're doing. We're here for you. We really want to provide an immersive experience. Make sure to rate, review, and subscribe. Do not miss a show. No one is going to be bringing it to you like this. If you are hip to this 15 or 20 minutes every day, that just might be all the preparation you're going to need. We'll check it tomorrow. And remember, when you work this hard, everybody, it feels a lot less like luck. Enjoy the day. Enjoy the games, everyone. And when we're done with the book, enjoy the pay. All right, yo, peace.